FPP 77. AM 77 WABC, New York AM. Any, anyone here listen to that? Oh. No. The, the one that we always had was, welcome back to 100.5, 100.5 WKXA, hi, who's this? <laughs> that was perfect. You're our first caller. Lauren Bagley. Where are you from, Lauren? Battle Finley, Ohio. Wow. And what's that you've got there? It looks like a furry raccoon in a sweater. Seventy-seven FPP. Seventy-seven FPP. FPP seventy-seven. This is FPP's uh, issue number seventy-seven. <laughs> <laughs> it's March first, twenty twelve. Oh my God. Twenty thirteen. Oh. Oh, 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 your notes even say twenty twelve. It's all in the past now. Yes. <laughs> hey, it's FPP seventy-seven. March first, twenty thirteen. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> wintry winter. Like a lion out March like a is lion. still winter. Yes. I'm here in the studio with Matt Mirage. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, Leslie Lazenby from Imagine That and Lauren Bagley. Hi. And Strudel. Strudel. Hey, Strudel. He's asleep. It's too early for him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, welcome. This is the internet radio show for people who love to shoot film. On today's show, what show? We have an update on upcoming events. Mostly a photo stock update. FPP's walking workshop in beautiful downtown Finlay, Ohio. We're going to be talking about sub-miniature cameras. What's that? Leslie's going to be talking about sub-miniature. so cute. And a rolly sub-miniature camera <laughs> that isn't a toy. Works. It's yes, it adorable. does. We're going, to be talking, <laughs> we're going to be talking about the Minolta 9Ti, the world's fastest SLR. We're going to be chit-chatting about the FPP debonair again. Debonair. <laughs> yeah, what's so fancy about the debonair? We have listener letters. We have a camera giveaway. Give away. Give away. Give away. And we'll be right back. Hey, this is Michael Rosso, Film Photography Podcast, and I'm thrilled to tell you about our Film Photography Podcast. That's right, FPP. Walking Workshop, our first meetup of 2013. (laughs) FPP's Walking Workshop in beautiful downtown Finlay, Ohio. (laughs) On April 12th through the 14th, 2013. Please check our filmphotographypodcast.com for details for the FPP Walking Workshop in Finlay, Ohio. That's right, the FPP Walking Workshop 2013. April 12th through the 14th, 2013. Filmphotographypodcast.com for more details. We hope to see you there. 
in April. Super positive. When she's too beautiful for words, take a picture. When he's too wonderful for words, take a picture. When it's too exciting for words, take a picture. Even when it's too much for words, well, even then, take a picture. For a picture tells what words cannot express. And a picture remembers when words might soon forget. So whatever it is you want to say most, say it now in pictures. This week, get a roll or two of Kodak film in the familiar Kodak box. Hey, we're back. Hey. Hey. Hey, 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 you know, Lauren, uh, you've been hanging out in the studio, we had all the Jersey guys here, we yep. had these big podcasts, but I think it was just too much going on, and like, I'm, a, I'm like, sorry, Lauren, we don't exactly have a mic for you. That's okay. <laughs> but now you have now. a mic. I have a mic. Yeah. I've got two mics. Yes. So what, uh, if you don't mind me asking, for FPP listeners, I'm going to assume that people listening to the show, watch show, uh, I've been listening to the show and know who you are, but for, for those who don't, you're a uh, fine artist, an mm-hmm. illustrator. Mm-hmm. You shoot film, and have you been shooting any film lately? I love the Instax. Uh, you know what? That's what I thought. Instax. I love the Mini Instax. It's really one of my favorite cameras now. Do you always have it with you? Not uh, always. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, for those who are wondering, <laughs> Mike is currently eating a banana. <laughs> mm. What do you like about it? I just like, well, we got a close-up filter with ours. A Mickey yes. Mouse close-up filter. So that really breaks the ice just because everybody gets excited because it looks like Mickey Mouse. Yep. It's just really fun to get up in people's faces, and they get really excited when they see the little cute like picture just come up at the top. Mm-hmm. So it really is fun to take around with friends and just have a good time with. That's excellent. Do you like any of the funny border stuff that you get on eBay? Yes. Those are always great. Yeah, and here in the good old U.S. of A., it's Instax Mini Film. It's just a white border film. They're introducing a colored border this this year, I was told, mm-hmm. by Fujifilm. Hi. If you own a, a Polaroid 300 or Fuji Instax Mini, both are the same. The Polaroid 300 available here in the U.S. in the Target stores mm-hmm. is manufactured by Fujifilm for all those people who are going to tell me, regardless of whether I say it or not. Yep. Hey, man. Hey. I was actually watching one of my favorite shows. What show? Uh, it's like called Supernatural. They had an Instax. For just oh. a moment in the show. Like, they were doing, like, camera. a flashback. It was doing a party camera. Is that right? They had an Instax. Not the Instax Mini, but the actual Instax, and I got really excited. The, the big Instax. Mm-hmm. The wide? The 200, yeah, the, the big, wide, yeah. Yeah, the Instax the wide. The wide 210. Yeah. yeah. It is kind of a large camera. Yeah. Yeah, they had that mm-hmm. in the show, and I got, I kind of geeked out about it. This is a great segue to talk about instant photography, and I know people at home listening are like, finally, Mike, you know, it's like, it's 2013, it's March 1st, I was getting a little worried there, you weren't talking about <laughs> Polaroid. <laughs> The love is still there. Yeah, the love is definitely still there. First of all, everyone should know, I shoot Polaroid almost every day with one of my Polaroid cameras, so I don't want anyone listening thinking I'm not shooting. I'm definitely shooting. So we're talking about Fuji Instax, and for people listening who want to get into into instant photography, Instax, it comes wide. This is Fuji makes it, and they make a big monster camera, like a brick. Yes, it's been referred to as a small mammal. Yeah, and I have to tell you that it's, it's not, you know, Fuji Instax wide, the camera... It's not a big favorite of people. They, it is not. They don't like the size. Nope. They don't like the size, and we don't get the fun borders. It's no intimidating. Doubt. It is intimidating. On the bay, there is Instax, Fuji Wide, Hello Kitty. Aww. Fuji Wide? Yeah, Hello Wide Hello Kitty. Hello Kitty. That's yeah. a lot of kitties. That is. It's, very, it's beautiful. Yeah. So the Instax Wide, it's a 210 camera. The pictures are similar to uh, Polaroid 600. The size is a little different. Just a little bit. Not much, but a little yeah. bit. Yes. Yeah. It's not Polaroid 600. It's not Spectra. It's its own size. Yep. Yeah. Similar to maybe to Kodak? The old Kodak? No, 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 no. no? no. That's the old Kodak size. Very much Spectra. Okay. Yes. <laughs> It is. But you could buy this camera here in the U.S. Uh, if you look around online, boom, it'll just pop right up. The more yeah. popular is the Fuji Instax Mini, mm-hmm. 
which is you have the Mini 50, is it the 50S? 50S, yes. Piano Black. Piano Black, yes. You have the 7S. Uh, I think Fuji's introducing a new camera There's this year. There's an 8. There's an 8 now. 8? Like it's smaller, I think. Yeah, same so size, little, same size film. More, compact. Yeah, a little more compact. Yeah. Is that the one that's coming in colors? Yes. yes. A little lemon mm-hmm. yellow and pink. Yes. Yep. Ooh. And, of course, here in the U.S., in Target stores... They have the the Polaroid branded version, which is called Polaroid 300. It's a 7S with a different coating of paint on it. Yeah. Yep. But I need my Polaroid, and that's why I have the Polaroid 300. Now you're talking. Exactly. I just can't get the Polaroid out of me. Nothing wrong with that, right? Not a Who darn can? thing, buddy. It produces index-sized pictures, oh, they're perfect. Yes. which are cool. Mm-hmm. And Lauren was amazed to see. First of all, it's, you know, eBay, because... The eBay sellers that are selling Instax, Fuji Instax stuff, like... Borders. Photo albums. Um, uh, frames with magnets on the back. Yes. <clears throat> Album that hangs. You can actually hang it on the wall and you wow. stick... It's like yes, a sho- exactly. all shoe holders. You actually they, s- they do it a lot with baseball cards. Oh, too. they do? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Little wall pockets. And all of these sellers on eBay are from Hong Kong. So there's a lot of Fuji Instax action going on. If you own a Fuji Instax mini camera, there's all sorts of fun stuff on the bay for your camera. All the accessories. All the accessories, yeah. Mm-hmm. Our very own FPP store, filmphotographystore.com, we just started carrying the uh, close-up filter Oh yeah, nice. for the 7S. It's not a Mickey Mouse. Yeah. But it is a close-up filter. It's very nice to have. Yeah, it really is awesome to have. It's great if you're like, you know, you'll need to put a new picture up on your MySpace account. <laughs> That's where all the cool kids are heading. <laughs> 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 I call it the MySpace portrait picture, even though, does it even exist anymore, MySpace? No. Surprisingly. No, everyone's going back to it, yeah. No, stop There's it. like a new I'm MySpace not. out, yeah. No way. Goes around, comes around. It's, I'm too it's cool crazy, for that. right? But there's a lot. Are you on MySpace? I've been getting invites from like Twitter friends Seriously? and stuff. Yeah. Do you know what, what I did with my close-up filter for my wide? I tied a little ribbon on no. it. That's exactly the correct distance for the new measurement for the close-up. You did? I did. For this? For that. Oh, that's a great idea. I just measured it off and, and uh, tied the ribbon on it, and I just stretched the ribbon out to the nose and shoot. That's a great idea. But it's good to have a little update here in 2013. Oh, of course. Yes. Uh, for folks who want to use vintage Polaroid cameras, very simple. If it's the uh, spit-out-the-front type film uh, known as Integral. Integral. In- Integral. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's new film out 2012 it's called color protection and it is um challenges that the impossible project had was the light sensitivity of their new films they're the company that and that's gone <laughs> it's gone it's gone, it's gone. cp it's color it's protection color pro for sx70 and 600 cameras i think for a lot of people it's going to take the fun out of uh the fact that you know it's just regular uh. <laughs> oh i don't think so you don't think so? No, I think it's actually going to just make the used camera market explode for one thing. Because yeah. now people will tolerate it better that weren't used to it before. The yeah, it'll open up the market. Right. So it's not just hipsters that like yeah. the color shifts. Mm-hmm. It was really, I mean, the shifts aren't, aren't that bad. No, they're not. I, re- I like uh, the pleasing tones. Uh, we need a graphic of that. <laughs> <laughs> that spectra. So it's the best time ever to go out and get yourself a Polaroid camera. Absolutely. You can still find it. The late 80s black one-step is still an inexpensive. Yes, it is. It's called a one-step close-up. has that slide, slide a little filter in front mm-hmm. of your camera for the close-up. Do you know another nice little steal of a deal is the little Pronto, little yes. Sonar Pronto. Nice camera. Beautiful camera. Very rarely brings a decent price. Do you so. think that uh, I have found, I'm curious if you have found, that some of the SX70s, because of their age, have some motor issues? How come? I think I love them more. Everything shipped. Imagine that it goes through. Maybe possibly, that, and I'll then to FPP, cause, and then possible. the motors just heal themselves. I um, <laughs> I, I read that a lot of times yeah, on Flickr, so. things like that. And for the dozens that I have, I really have very little problem with them. For real? For real. SX70 ra- rainbow All one step. Oh. I, I have, see a lot of minor folders. And you have to remember that rainbow was a twenty nine ninety five job. So nice. The rainbows one step. Yeah. SX70 Rainbow, I must have like 20 in a box. The motors are just like... You've got to think most of mine are the folding type. Oh, it's typically type. what I use. I don't have yeah. much luck with those either. Pick arm? Pick arm. No, I have no problems. Yeah. I don't have any trouble with it. You know what I love to do? <laughs> no one really gets a kick out of it as much as I do. I love taking a banana peel and just like putting it on the ground. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know that classic comic book yes. comic like strip? Like slimy yeah. banana peel? There's all the, like you know, Mario I see, Kart? I could see, as a matter of fact, next comic books, Noel Scotch Anderson does there for Alternative go. Cinema. I'm going to ask him, can there be a quick panel a with, little a, cell banana with a peel. banana peel? And the guy slipping on the back. Exactly. Classic. <laughs> yep. Classic. Yeah, they still use that in like Mario Kart. Do do yeah. The banana peel is a popular spin-out. And coming in. Oh, look at that! Look at that! Oh, look at that! Are there people, uh, Matt, clamoring for a a large format and four by five? You know, there are a lot of people that basically every time they mention eight by ten, there's somebody on the impossible thread that says, "Hey, get some pack film. Hey, get some four by five. And I, I have to hand it to Impossible. They have they've stayed they've stayed their position multiple times, and they just they have no interest in the pack film. What about 4x5? I don't think that's that's kind of where they, they want to be. I, I know that they have the equipment for 8x10, and so. formulating a 4x5, like a 4x5 integral with the, the current system that's in place is would be very challenging. And if people are really clamoring for 4x5 instant, they should be looking to the folks at the New 55. Yep. Oh, they have been yes. making huge strides. I mean, they have, they have a working film. I think it's just getting it to market is the only step. Do you think it's going to happen in 2013? I hope so. Because if you think back on it, if you think back, Polaroid stopped making film in 2008. Yeah, 2008. Yep. And within, like... Like, the gap seems so small now. Like, when there was no film, oh, my God, is it going to happen? But the Impossible Project happened very quickly quickly from inception to actually getting something to market. Those guys really need a pat on the back. They do. They're pretty amazing Mm -hmm. folks. I I think a lot of people don't have the – they can't grasp the amount of time it takes to get something off the ground like that from from concept to product on the shelf. Why isn't it perfect – at what? the beginning. Uh, why isn't it perfect why is it instantly? Perfect now? <laughs> you know, because people are used to a new cell phone coming out every <laughs> every two weeks. They're used to an app coming out now that you can download yesterday. And yeah, yeah. So I mean, it takes time, but in the, the grand scheme of things, this is a very fast evolution. They've pretty much recouped all but the markets that they said they wouldn't recoup. Mm-hmm. And their film is getting very. I mean, I'm I'm really not looking for them to do a, a four by five, but I'm looking for them to kind of support the folks that, you know, and plug the New 55 project and people who are doing, I mean, Impossible's got their back behind uh, 20 by 24, and 20 by 24 is doing great. Yeah. They're al- they have always have work and shows, and it's, you know, whoever they, they do get behind, I feel like they're succeeding. Yeah. So. Just get out there and shoot. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. I, I guess if Grab you're... the materials that are existing. Yeah, if, if you are really, really clamoring for the 4 by 5 Andy Jenkins... Um, <laughs> he's already got a fridge. I don't know why I'm talking to him. I mean, he's got a fridge full of it. Yeah, just find it on the bay. It, it's steep competition because obviously there's more four by fives out there than there are eight by tens or large, you know, mm-hmm. weird large format sizes. So you're gonna have some stiff competition, or you can get some, you know, the Fuji FP100C and the three and a quarter by four and a quarter and get a reducing back the. 405 back it's probably your best bet mm. or a cb mm. back i've seen some mm. folks put a cb back on the on a four by five that's kind of mm-hmm. cool too i was just thinking i wish i had a time machine oh no, don't quick. Uh, you and me both no, well machine, no you know back in 2010 polaroid was announcing a new one step and yes. they just put the kibosh on it like they announced it at uh at the, uh, the cd comp was it C- pma CES? CES. Wouldn't have been, CES. Wouldn't have been CES. Was CES. It was, it was CES. CES. Yeah, they show up there. CES 2010. Okay. They announced it, and then, I mean, if the, if the I think if the film that is out now, the Color Pro film, was out then, I don't know if they would put the kibosh on it, because I can mm-hmm. tell you that the, the new Impossible films, in our humble shop, fly out the door. Mm-hmm. Fly. Fly out the door. People are really enjoying these new films. So I think that in 2013... 2014, I think some exciting things are going to happen. Certainly the new cameras are oh, possible. I'm, I'm waiting to see what, what they come out with there. I mean, I have a load of cameras, but it's always fun to, to see something new, especially in the realm of 600 cameras. Right. I mean, think, what's the newest one? Like the One Steps and the SLR 680s, those are kind of it. And in the 600 family. Yeah. In the 600 yeah, Spectres family. Spectres are newer. Yeah. Well, I know what everyone wants, but no one's asking me. What would you like, hey, Michael? Hey, Mike. No, no, not me. it's not me. I know what people oh. want. Oh. And what do people want? People want a one-step rainbow. Yes, they do. That is what they want. Yes, they do. End of story. End of story. And everyone would buy it. Yes. Everyone. And if they could get the lovely matching flash, they really go ape over that. Oh, the Q-flash? Oh, the Q-flash. What, what if they had a one-step rainbow 
that had more functions, kind of like a like spectra? a spectra, but it had a glass lens. Mm, I think it should be that should be a different animal. It's a different animal. Yeah, okay. the one step classic rainbow. Yes, I can't keep them in the FPP store because I can't QC yeah. them quick enough. And sadly, my luck with those cameras are much <laughs> worse than Leslie's. <laughs> it's all I have <laughs> motor uh, tons of motor problems. And it could be like I said that was the that was the entry level starter bottom of the line. That's. Like mass so, marketed, mass marketed, no ho- major. I don't think there was any thought process into that camera lasting. No, more than I mean, gosh, what ten years? Mm-hmm. And here we are, like almost forty years. <laughs> That's how long it's been out. I'm thinking 1977. I was thinking 78, so we can't be too far off. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it, you know, I went into the uh, FPP restroom, and there's a. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about that on the way over. The pic- I mean, I. I, 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 I I'm guessing, I have to just guess that's Dane. Wrong. Oh, really? Yes. That's a Dane, a, that's a Dane um, prank. Like, all of a You're sudden looking I'll, at the prankster. Really? All of yeah. a sudden I'll go somewhere and like, there'll be something on the wall. Usually it's a picture, like an instant shot of a toilet from somewhere else. <laughs> but Don't you hate that when you hear someone in the stall beside you and the camera clicks and they start giggling? No, you I wonder what the that. heck's going on? Oh, <laughs> All Matt's heard is no. Cream it. Cream it. <laughs> <laughs> Folks who don't know, go back go to the back archive. To, they have to know. Everybody's listened to the backlog like four times really? by now. Yeah. Yeah, people want t shirts. It's my favorite episode. I want t shirts. Oh, oh, no, t shirts, don't worry. Okay. They're here. Because I, I want to have some swag that I can wear at the meetups. <laughs> You're absolutely right. I want to wear Just because, you know, if we're walking around t shirts, are like. T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's going to be a very satisfying year for, for T-shirts. Ooh. So I walk so, into the, the, mm-hmm. uh, the bathroom. <gasps> oh. <gasps> I'm not getting this. I don't know who it is. Who is it? Don't know. Unknown. And I close the door, and the back of the door is an 8x10... Uh, uh, like looks like like looks like a, you go to a convention get an autograph of Margot Kidder <laughs> from Superman <laughs> with a Polaroid one-step rainbow camera in her hand. Uh huh. What's going said? on there? And an appropriate comment. What is the comment? What is the comment? Oh, if you geez. really are Superman. Oh my, you really are Superman. Superman. Holy I wish I had film in this camera. <laughs> no. <laughs> and of course, the infamous holy kryptonite. Yep. Where did you get that? Oh, the bay, I'm sure. It's yours. Yes, oh, I brought okay. it. I stuck it in there yesterday. How long have you had it? I don't know. Okay, be in our show notes, folks. Wondering what the heck we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, what the heck are you guys talking about? <laughs> we're talking about instant film. Yeah, apparently so years ago I used to talk about it like constantly, like a madman. No, constantly. Is there a problem with that? No. Well, I don't know. People, people get a little sick of it. I think. Hey, Mike, you're talking too much about you know instant film. They can't take a joke. Yeah, they can't take a joke. We're gonna take a break. Do we cover everything, Matt? I think so. Instant wise, pretty well. Yeah. Anybody has any questions? Podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. Yo. And I can tell you that. Still, I don't talk about it enough. Still, almost every day I get a letter that says, Hey, I just bought a Polaroid 220 automatic land camera, and I, wh- where can I buy film for it? Then I send the, the, the reply, which is, you know, first of all, you trying to get it off? Yeah. Tough, isn't it? See, I, I feel like I'm going to break the front of it. Oh, it's nice. nice. Yeah. Thank you. It's like for, I use that uh, tester shutter, the video we shot at mm-hmm. Finlay. I use that all the time. I send that to people. I'm like, before you before you load your film, we're talking about the Polaroid automatic land camera. This is the camera with the bellows. Bellows takes the peel film. Everyone loves those cameras. I do. People are still jumping on the FPP bandwagon to get those cameras, but lots of people are picking them up for five bucks out of a yard sale. And it's a very simple procedure, but very important. Check the battery compartment. If the battery compartment's good, get a battery. If the battery's good, do the shutter test without film because people are putting the film in anxious. You know, hey, man, I got my camera. Shooting and they're getting black. black Nothing. A whole pack of black. Yeah. Luckily, they're sending me an email because I think they're going to YouTube. Oh. And they're finding the videos. Sure. Hey, the first two shots are black. What am I doing wrong? And it's like, okay, man, back up. Shutter test. Let's get the camera working first. <laughs> Sadly, 98% or higher of eBay sellers are selling Polaroid automatic land cameras saying shutters operational because they don't know. Yep. They don't know. They don't. The they, sellers they hear one it's, click it and it's good, good enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The sellers don't understand. They, they cock the shutter, 
clicked. Like, oh man, this thing works. Let's yeah. sell it. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the the buyer doesn't know. So you wind up spending your whatever five, ten, fifteen plus dollars to get a bum a dollar for the camera 15 for the shipping yep <laughs> to get a camera that the shutter is doesn't work and maybe if you didn't ask the battery compartment could be kind of you know not so good not so good mostly corrosion green yeah that's a good time for us to go to our break and run run one of our famous polaroid automatic land camera spots did you know that this year there is a polaroid automatic land camera explosion <laughs> Hundreds of people have picked up Polaroid automatic land cameras because of FPP alone. Fuel your passion for instant photography and consider picking up a Polaroid automatic land camera right in the FPP store. All cameras are on my FPP workbench, are thoroughly tested, batteries reconfigured, and ready to drop into your hands. Stop by filmphotographystore.com and check it out. If you want to get around the really modern way, you need two things. A one-man gyrocopter and a Kodak Instamatic movie camera. The camera that loads instantly and shoots a brand new kind of movies called Super 8. So improved, they make other movies look old-fashioned. Take it from Kodak. They're the movies of the future. Guess he's never seen a camera like this before. Automatic, power wind, zooms at a touch. Everywhere you take this camera, you'll get a great big welcome. And just wait till you see your movies on a Super 8 projector. Enjoy life the really modern way. Get a Kodak Instamatic M5 movie camera. Gyrocopter, optional at extra cost. Hey, we're back. <laughs> that was pretty good. Woo! You know, this is an area that I know nothing about, and I am um, not afraid to say I'm a little scared. It's too, con- it, like, I don't know anything about I can't get it. Here I am, a guy shooting 110 film, and I still don't know what the whole sub-miniature is. There's, like, websites. People are really into sub-miniature. I had a little box of film that I gave to Leslie yesterday. I'm like, what is this? Hit film. Leslie came in with a miniature Roly camera that actually works. So please help. What is sub-miniature <laughs> what film? What is sub-miniature? Let's go back to what miniature is. Okay. Okay? Miniature film was the term that they uh, used for 35 millimeter when it came out. Yep. What? And it, and when, they were, yes, when they were still doing you know, plates. People were plates, yep. 120, the whole bit, and then this little roll of film came out 35 that millimeter and it didn't get a lot of good press you know uh, if you look in the back of old camera magazines they will typically say we'll develop your roll of miniature film for one dollar well sub miniature is anything smaller than 35 hmm. so if you're shooting half frame mm-hmm. that's a sub miniature minox disc film 110 is considered sub miniature APS is considered sub miniature 16 and still is considered miniature super 16 there's some super 16 still sub miniature so anything smaller than 35 is sub miniature well, I'm sorry what separates miniature from sub miniature anything smaller than 35, 35. millimeter is sub miniature 35 is miniature so crop frame half frame all that stuff yeah, no one calls 35 miniature anymore no, no not anymore okay. probably because of its let's bring popularity. it back 2013 we're gonna call 35 miniature, miniature. That's hey man you shouldn't some miniature film what shooting some mini film. every uh, every single 35 slap. yes <laughs> you think we think the nikon mafia is large <laughs> Oh, is it sub-miniature? Is there a cult behind it? Oh, Very yes. much so. Oh. Very much so, yes. Hardcore. 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 Sub-miniature. Sub-men. It's sub-men. just, no. you know, taking right down to sub-men. Every, every guy I know that even knows what sub-miniature is has like four cameras. Is that like a Typically. Now, your best known are Minox, Minolta, big lines in, in both of those. Do they have like spy cameras? But now the, that's yes. the typical spy camera. But now yeah. we've got three things. We've got sub-men. Mm-hmm. Okay. We've got third scale, and we've got babies. Babies. Now she babies. lost me. Um, now, now we're both lost, to Mike. I'm trying know. to keep up. Babies actually were smaller versions, usually made by the original manufacturer oh, yeah. of their about? own camera. So let's go. Kodak makes cameras. Okay. They make a baby brownie. Oh. 
Uh, well, baby brownie took 127 for small. Yes, 127. 127. They called it a baby brownie. They called it a baby brownie. Took the smaller format. Also, the baby Hawkeye. What, 127? Yes. Um, Zeiss makes that adorable baby box 10-gore camera. i, I got to have one of those one of these days. They're, they're pretty do you sweet. Want one? I do not. At this, oh, I will. It's a matter of time, you know. I have teeny, to teeny, tell teeny, you teeny, teeny, teeny. that I have over here, like, I have no success getting a disc camera work. I pop the I filament. I hear could. whizzing. I hear whining. This will make it really look small. I, I'm not sure about my disc camera because Matt's had it forever on his kitchen table. Yes. Now, Man, Minolta also made the um, baby Minolta 127. Yushika makes the 44. Now, does John Fidelli have a Yushika 44 or a Rolly 4x4? John Fidelli has a Yushika Flex. Uh, Mark Dalzell and myself have a Yushika 44. You have the 44. Those are yeah. considered baby cameras. 127. 127. And another one I absolutely, I think I have to get my hands on because I love the name, is the Konica Baby Pearl. Isn't that beautiful? The Baby Pearl. What kind so, of film? Uh, I believe 127. Actually, what I brought today, though, is a one-third scale. What is that? That is a one-third scale. An exact Look at that. Third, an exact one-third scale camera. Um, typically made by Mega House, which was uh, Tokyo, Tokyo, Japan. And they made a lot of those, not I mean, just the Rolex. There's about um, 18, 20 of them. They look nearly perfect. They have very few functions that actually operate the same. The viewfinder does, the film crank does, the shutter button does. We have a fixed focus. You've got a fixed f-stop and a fixed shutter speed. So a company that makes a camera like that mm-hmm. Roly licenses out the name yes. to a company that makes a miniature. Mm-hmm. So that little Roly mm-hmm. is sub-miniature. It's sub-miniature. It takes a 11 by 8 millimeter cassette, a Menox cassette. Mm-hmm. Is that a standard size? That's a standard. One of the standards. There aren't many in this field, but one of the standards. And who, who the heck processes this film? Uh, Blue Moon Camera and Machine in Portland. They do? Yes, they do. They do a great job. Black and white and color? And color mm-hmm. and optical prints. Yes. Will Blue Moon Camera and Machine in Portland, Oregon sell that film? I believe they do. They do. Mm-hmm. It's on a, when they send you your film back. They have a reorder form. Will Blue Moon Camera and Machine sell you a typewriter? <laughs> yes, they will. Will Blue Moon Matt Camera and Machine sell you a sewing machine? No. Oh. No. <laughs> what other ca- there are other cameras that take that size film. Many. 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 Minox. And actually, Minox now, that was, in fact, that was the distributor at the time for these in the U.S. was a Minox distributor. And they have pretty much taken that over, but they only offer digital versions of them now. Is it, They're little yeah. five megapixel things. Yeah. Is there any, was there any mass, uh, mass market action going on with this format, or was it always a, a club? I mean, after, after there was like standard uses for the the spy camera out of it's all always been a novelty thing I think, like spy, think? little spy cameras and yeah like, there was really Maybe. no technical use was there any James Bond association with this format oh of course my uh, Minolta 16 actually fits into a pack of cigarettes it's meant to go into your pocket and and uh, I don't remember which Bond film. <laughs> Which huh? Bond film, like, I don't know if it was Sean Connery or George Lazenby, where there's, you know, he's like, Sean oh. like, you know, shooting some files and stuff. Exactly. It's the popularity of it. Yeah. So um, what? how could someone jump into the mini format? A very easy with the Minolta 16s, because they're all over eBay. Now, why, do these, why do these formats scare me? Is it because it's not like 110 is easily digestible? It's in a cassette. You buy the camera. There's so many of them. But when you start talking 16, I got, start getting worried. You do. I do. What do I do? Like, like, where do I get the film? You can get the film from, of course, Blue, Blue Moon, Moon Cameron Machine. <laughs> I need John here. Weren't you listening, Mike? That's right. They'll be sending me my $5 spiff anytime now. Yes. And, of course, there's independents that spool this stuff on uh, eBay quite a bit. What do you suggest for someone who wants to get involved with Subminiature? Where should I start? I would go to submin.com, S-U-B-M-I-N.com. Wealth of information. They're, they're excellent. Actually, when I saw this little camera from the sales rep, I thought this is just beautiful. Because right. I don't always buy cameras for functionality. Right, right. If you know me, I'm just I'm a little bit out there. But if they're, gr- <laughs> if they're green, I'll buy them, you know, right, or something right. like that. But, and, I, and I really actually have more than one of these because I thought possibly this was going to be a good investment. They were not readily available. They're um, 
they, they pretty much hold their own, though, from the original price. They haven't really gained. Right. So. Although, um, the one I'd really like to get my hands on, there's a little Pentax, not a Pentax, an Olympus pen. Okay. And that has to be a sweet little deal. They even have a little Hasselblad. Did you know that, Matt? Yes, they do. They do, a little mini Hasselblad. It's adorable. Lots of little Nikons, Nikon Fs, uh, Leicas, Robot. Robots robot. are always good. Yep. You know, anytime the word robot is mentioned on Twilight Zone, it's never robot. It's only robot. 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 Robots. Yeah. I don't know if it was like producer, maybe Rod Serling himself was like, if I hear someone say robot, you're fired. Good <laughs> 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 uh, Leslie, let me ask, what, what are your thoughts, uh, opinions on this whole you know, 110 explosion that's going on. I think it's absolutely amazing. It's truly amazing. I mean, I've never carried 110 film. Right. Not since I worked retail. Yeah. And now it's in stock again. Do you do you find that uh, people walking into a match in that, any, any interest in it yet? A little bit, yes. A little bit. Yes, because they'll see it, and it's, of course, my mom had one of those. Get it out and shoot it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, absolutely. Are mm-hmm. you uh, shocked or surprised at the amount of films that are coming out by the Lomography company amazing amazing amount i am i am i'm rooting for 126 though i really would like a new film stock and i'm thinking well what would it take what would it take matt what would it take this one generation (laughs) this one generation older than 110 oh yeah yes but there are an awful lot of cameras out there absolutely there were some very fine 126 cameras they weren't necessarily all just a little plastic camera was that kodak reflex 126 um olympus made a 126 Mm-hmm. It was called an EE, which is great. I don't think that so. whoever manufactures it, it, it needs to go crazy. I think one stock, a color print, sure. C41, would really fit the bill. Probably a little 200 speed. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Give it a little extra boost over what was originally put in it, which yep. was 80. Well. The little packets of film I gave you. <laughs> yes. What cameras do those fit? No, the little bo- little boxes? Little... Oh, they fit a hit camera, which is oh. 17.5 millimeter. A hit camera? Hit camera. That's the, that's the name right. of it. It's called a hit camera. Looks like right. a little teeny tiny 35 millimeter from the 50s era. Takes that little... If oh. I Google that in the... If Absolutely. I... Hit camera. Hit camera. That's the most popular one, the hit camera. Almost always came with this little leather case. Not at all hard to obtain even yet today. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I've got one or two, so maybe I'll actually fire up one of those rolls of film, get my teacup out again yeah. and develop it. Now, the 110 cartridge film, which is uh, becoming popular again, uh, people who never thought they would try it, like Alex Laux, mm. are trying it with the awesome Pentax Auto 110 camera. Auto. It's a 110 uh, SLR camera. has lenses. It's a beautiful camera. He's loving it. He's loving it. So I will um, say to folks out there listening who are like, you know, serious about their film and think that 110 is a step down. There's some folks commenting in the FPP forums on the FPP site that, you know, is an inferior format. And I think it gets a bad rap. It's not the film it's not the format, sure it's small, but if you have a, like a, a, an SLR and you're using decent film, you can get a very nice crisp image. Absolutely. I use the little Minolta SLR okay. version. Yeah. yeah. Commonly referred the pancake? to the ha- pancake, hamburger, ginger cam, the ginger snap, uh, all the above. And uh, I put some orca in it, and That's it was right. amazing. Right on the set here, the FPP, Lauren Bagley is holding a Nintendo. What's it called, Lauren? Super Mario 64 110 camera. Yep. We got it from Leslie for Christmas. Man. Matt for his birthday. Or Matt for his birthday. Yeah. Yeah. It's so close. Good stuff. It is. 110 was so amazing. Like, I can't even tell you folks out of listening how popular it was. It was just everywhere. It was everywhere. Everywhere. Every genre from that kid camera up to the SLR Pentax. Yeah. Covered so much. You know, that Pentax, if I'm correct, is a very late entry. I believe Late 70s. Yes. It's like the party was over. Just about. And there's Pentax rolling out like a beautiful package. It was well, fashionably late. Fashionably late, oh, indeed. Wonderful. Folks out there who th- who are thinking about it, who haven't taken the plunge yet, uh, it's a very inexpensive format to get involved with. It's a lot of fun, and I certainly encourage everyone to check it out. Well, now I have actually a question about that. Yes. I do. Many, many, many of the Kodak 110s took the notorious type K battery. I got an email just the other day about a K battery. Yes. What do we do about that? Uh, Go to the FPP store and buy one that doesn't take a K battery? That's the easy way out. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) K battery, apparently, it brings you to uh, like um, APUG forum. There there are a lot of... 
uh, photo.net, yep, uh, yeah. where there are guys who are posting workarounds for the yes. K battery. You have to adapt it somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, funny little battery, funny shape. Yeah. 110 cameras in the filmphotographystore.com, which is our store, do not take batteries. Excellent. Mm. Like sort of pruned. Yes. The various mm. Kodak, the vintage cameras. Kodak 10 Ectralite, my favorite, by the way, takes two double A's. Excellent. But uh, once again, I prune through those cameras because half of them that come in have corrosion issues. Oh, yes, I suppose. So, yeah. And that's sad when I see a camera like that because mm-hmm. it's per- perfectly functional, but the flash isn't working. So what do you do with it? I wish it was an island of misfit cameras where I could... Oh. You know, this I would is go the island of cameras. And I would go take all your Polaroids and yeah. take them home and love them to work. Right. And they would. Like, who wants a Kodak Extra Light with the flash doesn't work? <laughs> <laughs> who wants a Polaroid one step with the broken pick arm? Who wants an S670 Model 3? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> True. Oh man, I have one. That's enough. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that I, I do look at, at the FPP store as a service. My intentions with the store were, are not really monetarily driven from the perspective of I'm very passionate about this, and yes, I'd like to keep the FPP going. But first and foremost, you know what? I'm excited about 110, and I want to see 110 cameras get into the hands of of people. So for under 30 bucks, you have yourself a a camera. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Some of them are outfits, too. Where camera, Absolutely. the film, yes. the cube. Mm-hmm. And the little clamshell yeah. type case. But my, by the way, a Magic Cube emergency going on <gasps> in the U.S.? There what? is. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Magic Cubes, the price has gone up. Skyrocket. I was going to talk to you about that. They rocket. are terrible. There's no... I mean, you could occasionally find like someone selling one pack on mm-hmm. eBay. But even they're kind of wise to it. Oh, so that's yeah. so good. It's hard to find a pack of Magic Cubes under $10. Hmm. Most are between $10 and $20. Oof. And what I've been exper- experiencing lately, because I use these these Flash Cubes, is that some, you know, bums. I oh, guess really? if they were stored in some uh, situation with some moisture. Could be. Two out of three is four flashes per cube. Cube. Uh, like two out, of, two out of four will be like just bums. And that's and depressing they, to me. They fire from just oh. receiving a ping. Yeah, they fi- yeah, ping's the wrong word. That's a modern word, but uh, <laughs> they receive a, like a a nudge. A nudge, yes. Nudge. They get a nudge, and that causes the fire. Yeah. So magic cubes, bump. magic cubes were uh, revolutionary because the cameras didn't need batteries. Exactly. Which I love because you know so many of the 110 cameras and 126. Yes. That do not have batteries still function. Perfectly. Mm-hmm. That's what made him magic. Uh, thank you. <laughs> That's what made him magic. <laughs> hey, we're gonna we'll, we're gonna be right back. You know, it's such fun to give somebody something they've never had before. It's what I got from my wife. Something so new it wasn't even around last Christmas. It's the Kodak Pocket Instamatic Camera. There it is. No, it isn't. Where did I put it? Got to see this camera. It's about oh that big. To load it, you just slip in a film cartridge. She's gonna love it if I can find it. The great thing about it is it's so small. It's right in your in your pocket. <laughs> Even smaller than I remembered it being. Now I can show you how great it is. You can carry it with you wherever you go. It's easy to load. Maybe a small camera, but it takes big, sharp, clear pictures. Look at these. Aren't those great? The Kodak Pocket Instamatic Camera starts at less than $28. The complete outfit's a little more. Just tell them to remember which pocket they put it in. The Kodak Pocket Instamatic Camera. See this little baby? No other pocket camera does what it does. It's unique. Because only the new Kodak Ectralite cameras have built-in Sensolite flash. Sensolite flash turns itself on and flashes automatically when you need more light. It even turns itself off. You'll never worry about flash again. These new cameras with Sensolite flash are the easiest to use Kodak pocket cameras ever. I trust my stories to cameras and film from Kodak, America's storyteller. Hey, we're back. Hey, we have a few letters. Hey, hey. look, this is a letter from Matt. Oh, hey. look at that. So, this is from Shawshank. Uh, Jaya Prasad. Oh, it's no. probably Shashank Jaya Prasad. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. Hey, Michael, Happy New Year to you and the rest of the gang. Thanks for all the suggestions. I have a few questions for Matt regarding large format. I found a 5x7 camera here, and it's made in India, too. It's by Vegaswari and uh, by Vegaswari Camera Works. Those, are, those cameras are analogs of a Japanese camera hmm. that is a, 
and the Japanese camera is like a Deerdorf clone, and the Japanese cameras, I believe, are called Teak, and the Vegaswari cameras are very close to that. They're very um, light, compact field cameras. I wanted to know if I'd be able to use 4x5 film on this 5x7 camera, and a few lens suggestions. I met a guy here who does wet plate, and I'm planning to get into that too. Okay, well, uh, Shashank, hopefully I'm pronouncing your name uh, correctly. I, I see the name instantly, I think Shashank Redemption. <laughs> a 5x7 camera. 5x7 is film you can still get if you email uh, Keith Canham over at canhamcameras.com, C-A-N. H-A-M, cameras.com. Uh, he has a great uh, buy list for Kodak films. There's always black and white film firing, four, five by seven. Color is a lot harder. I believe he had an order. It might have flopped uh, for Portra, one six-year Ektar, earlier in uh, 2013, but there's some. There's still some hope for, for getting that stuff. Um, in the black and white emulsions, though, you can definitely find five by seven. Ilford film is really good for getting that size. Being able to use four by five film on five by seven, you'd have to have a, a, a reducing back. I have seen reducing backs for these cameras on ebay they do not show up often and they usually show up as a kit so it's usually somebody that's getting rid of like an 8x10 or 5x7 camera that has these reducing backs on it you can also uh, since these are field lighter uh, wooden field cameras you can get a plate holder for it that'll fit and the plate holder can always adapt for a 4x5 film sheath and and they're just like older wooden film holders that can do that especially and those would be great to have if you're getting into wet plate as well because it'll take the same thing you can put your 4x5 film in a film sheath and load it in, or you can put a wet plate in the same holder and shoot it from there. Uh, some lenses you might be interested in. I um, I always send people to the um, FPP three-part series on getting into large format. Mm-hmm. Um, the f- the second one, I really start to go deep in, deeper into the lenses, and I would recommend for 4x5 having a good standard lens. If you want to shoot 4x5, a good standard lens is 150mm. If you're wanting to shoot 5x7, 210mm is a good standard. A wide lens would be your 150 so a 150 with good coverage, so a 155.6 would be good to cover both 5x7 and 4x5. If you're looking for a slightly wider lens on 4x5, but a super wide for 5x7, you want a you want a 90 millimeter lens, and for that you would probably want a Schneider 90 millimeter f8 that will cover it. it's a little dark on 4x5 but it'll work cheaper lenses that are wide 120 millimeter and if you want a longer lens a great one for 5x7 is a 300 millimeter lens probably a, a schneider is is good you can usually find an old sim rs and that will cover both formats that you're looking for that's a little long for 4x5 uh, a 210 so if you want to just go one lens because i've listed like 20 yeah. <laughs> a 210 lens will cover it'll go long on 4x5 for portraits and it will be standard but 50 millimeter equivalent on 5x7 and if you ever go up and 8x10 210's a nice wide so nice I hope that uh, answers your questions woo um, it's uncommon though right like it's not that common to want to put 4x5 and 5x7 it's not that common if you don't have a reducing back yeah that's that's the hard part I'm guessing this gentleman I mean this is the camera he has and he just wants to make the most of it because 4x5 yeah. is easier to find it's much easier to find there's uh, 4 times as much film well maybe 5 times as much I mean there's more 8x10 film than there is 5x7 that's the terrible part and 5x7 yeah. is beautiful especially if you're wanting to do landscapes. Um, mm-hmm. This gentleman's in India, and I, I can't think of any other place to do really cool street work and landscapes right now than, than India. There's really cool, just all sorts of really cool structures that you can't find here. And uh, 5x7 is beautiful for that because it's just a little taller. Yep. Got a different, it's almost a 35-millimeter form it factor. Is. So mm-hmm. it's Do you know what I'm thinking cool. of doing with my 5x7? Shooting it. Well, <laughs> no, just getting the last frames processed. Oh. Uh, I'm going to take some um, Instax film, the wide, and tape them on the inside and shoot like four frames at a time. Oh, my god. And, of course, Ooh. then you have to go back and have your Instax camera Stick them, ready. Process them. Yeah. Stick them back in, process them through your camera. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's got a good look to it. It does. I've got a couple yeah. flicker contacts. I've done that with 4x5, but mm-hmm. not 5x7. Uh, is it 5x7? I'm sorry. laughing at the... Oh. Yeah, I know. I had to. <laughs> I just... That should be one of those, like a card, you open it up and the sound effect plays. No. No. <laughs> you have a 5x7 camera. I do. Linhoff. Wow. Mm-hmm. Brandon Newick wants it more than anything in the world. He does, yeah. You know, that's a great segue, Matt. You know what I have? What do you have? What is he camera. This is Brandon Edwick's camera. Oh, holy crap. <laughs> Brandon Edwick, nice. Washington, D.C. That's him. That's him. Uh, Brandon donated this camera to the FPP, and we're going to be giving this away today. This is a Nikon N70. Nice. Check it out. Really Jeez. nice. Yeah. Great, great student holy camera. Cow. Nice and solid. So this was a camera that uh, I believe Brandon was given to by his mom or grandmother uh, back in the day, and he shot with it. 
and he's kind of progressed to a different level of photography now. Mm-hmm. And is like, oh, hey, you know what? I'm not shooting with this anymore. Let's, uh, you know, send it over to the FPP. It's a beautiful camera. It really is nice. This is an FPP giveaway. You go to filmphotographyproject.com forward slash giveaways. Give the nicest things away. We do. As with all FPP, we're giving away for you to use or give to a friend to use. Uh, you can't sell it. Brandon, thank you very much. This was uh, a very nice thing to give to the FPP. And he gave it to the F- FPP, before, I think, before I actually met him last year. Oh, okay. It's been he, a while. He came to our April 2012 photo walk. He came to the uh, uh, Analog Pulse. Analog Pulse, That yep. was in June. Mm-hmm. End of June. End of June. 2012. Yeah. Did he come to the PDN? Yeah, he came to the he PDN. came to the PDN. Where is he from? Washington, D.C. Oh, right. It takes train up. Yeah. So wow. Brandon's a diehard FPPer, and we want to pass along his camera. So you could get some enjoyment out of it. Beautiful, beautiful camera. Yeah. Hi, Brandon. <laughs> no, you can't have my Lin Hoff. <laughs> nice Not try. Yet. Nice try. Not yet. Yeah, nice try. <laughs> well, we're going to be hitting the rickety road. I want to thank everyone for joining us. Uh, we're going to be back in two weeks. Be back. For another exciting show. We're going to be leaving you with our extended music marathon here on FPP 77 AM. This is Scott Muni, FPP 77 AM. We got some some biscuits, some John Lennon, Yoko Ono, the Kinks. We'll be right back. See y'all next time. <laughs> WFPP. <laughs> Thank you.
There's a gent lives on our street, he got no pockets And I wonder how he carries stuff, I drop it He got nowhere to keep his keys and change It would surely drive me crazy, so deranged You can often see him in the morning walking And I think I've heard him singing, maybe talking His dead man's arms and me by his side I guess he got no place to put him in his stripes He got no pockets 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 That man has got no pockets His mother sticks them up when he was seven The surest way to get the boy to heaven Cause young boy's hands will wonder where they will But if he got no pockets, he can't get no thrills He got no pockets He got no pockets He got no pockets He got no pockets He got no pockets. He got no pockets. He got no pockets. That man has got no pockets. What's you? Why do you think? What's your personal opinion about why do you think a lot of bands split out? <sighs> Egotism. I would say. Uh, I would say mainly egotism. That's one reason. There are many other reasons, man, but that's one. I would say that is um, the one that immediately comes to mind, egotism. I love that. Mm. So I mean, you should know what musicians are like. What are they like? Well, you see, really, they should be normal people. Normal. But someone once said to me that a proper artist. It's got a right to be temperamental. I think I've just been unfortunate in meeting every temperamental artist in this business. That's temperamental. That's all. Why do you think they're temperamental? Because of the... Um, uh, it's difficult to find the word just because of the nature of the work they're doing. But do, you think it might, do you think it might be because they get too much power? No, definitely not. I would say too much stress on themselves. Given the false, uh, the false uh, ideals. How's it going? Fire out. Take it easy, be attack for me. You don't mind if I keep this one, do you? Help yourself. Right. The initial shock's over. Okay. That was a very good answer. Thank you. Do I get 10 out of 10 for that? Yeah. Far out. Yeah, you love that 10 for that one. <coughs> right, what else was there? <coughs> I'll tell you what another bit of it was about, which Bobby could probably have got into, but I don't think it was explained enough in the questions, so he didn't actually get into really talking about it. And that is, there's one track on the record that is about violence, right? I'm into that. And it's called, it's called Us and Them, simply because whenever you're in a violent situation, there's always like you who's... Dig it. Right, and there's them. And they're two very different things. 
Right. So, and one of the questions that we asked the others was, when was the last time you thumped somebody? Why did you do it? Did you think you were in the right? Do you still think you were in the right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The last time I thumped anyone was only the other day, as a matter of fact. I was driving along the road towards Northwood Hills, where my brother lives, and this cat in front of me was driving his car, and all of a sudden he stopped and opened his door. And from where I was in my truck, I could see that he never looked in his mirror. Dig it? I could see that he never looked in his mirror, he just opened his door. Which caused me to swerve on the upper, other side of the road, very narrowly missing an oncoming motor car. So I pulled in, and like a gentleman, I went up to him, I said, Now look, man, like, that ain't cool. Like, the thing to do, man, if you're going to stop your car, you stop, you look in your mirror, and if there's nothing about, you open your door. I said, but like, you never done that, and like, it nearly cost me my life. I said, like, well, then the guy was very rude. He was rude. In fact, his last words to me were, he called me a long-haired git, so I felt compelled. Well, as soon as he was that rude, I had to, like, retribution was close at hand. So that was the last time I was violent, about three days ago. And you think you were justified? You put one Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because the thing is, man, is, like, when you're driving on the road, I mean, like, you get a person who's that rude, I mean, they're going to kill you. So, like, if you give them a quick sh short, sharp shock, they don't do it again. Dig it? I mean, he got off light because I could have given him a thrash, you know, I only hit him once. <laughs> Jennifer's the girl you used to see around the place But now she's gone Yes, she's gone To that great gig in the sky She never had the chance to say goodbye Oh, Jennifer, why did you have to Every Monday morning she would cross the busy road to get her coffee She liked it strong Always waited for the light But one day she just didn't see that bike Oh Jennifer, it gave you such a fright Jennifer, I wonder if you're listening to the song Never had the chance to say I loved you all along I watched you every single morning You saw the bike, you didn't hear my warning Jennifer Jennifer's a girl you used to see around the place But now she's gone Yeah, she's gone To the great gig in the sky I'd love to see you when it's time to die I saw the bike I must apologize 